it, this is really about travel. We're, that was a, a sneaky way of saying you can go somewhere. And you actually can, depending on uh, when you're coming back. Just as I was uh, preparing for the show, in fact, about 15 minutes before we uh, went to air, so 11.45, my uh, iPhone goes live and it's FaceTime, and it's a friend of mine who actually lives in Montreal, and I keep in close touch with him. But he's sitting in the airport at Atlanta, and he's on his way to Florida for the first time in a year and a half, going to visit his son who lives there, and uh, a relatively new... Uh, baby granddaughter who he's only met once so he's thrilled and excited and this trip is largely because he has the opportunity to do it by coming back after july 5th and therefore not having to quarantine because he's had his two shots and of course what he did need to go down was the uh the pcr test for covid which he went and got i guess yesterday or the day before so that's kind of a nice thing, and uh, we've, throughout the piece on travel, uh, been fortunate to have with us Marty Firestone, who is a travel expert, expert here in Toronto, and uh, he joins us again today. Marty, hi. Hi, how are you? I am great, and uh, I hope I've described what my friend uh, is into, given that he's returning July 5th. That cha- everything changes July 5th. Yeah, I was just going to say that I hope he's coming home after July 5th. It yeah. has, in fact... We are getting rid of that three-day hotel quarantine, which was bad news from the start. So that, that's a reason for people to want to go away again and the remaining quarantine period in your home. So it, it's a massive step in the right direction, just waiting now for July 21st and hoping the next step happens. Well, you know what, Marty? I'm remembering talking to you probably a year, maybe 13, 14 months ago, and what we were talking about travel and the fact that it just plain wasn't or shouldn't be. Uh, we were talking about things like uh, the sad state of affairs for the airlines, layoffs in the thousands, indeed tens of thousands for Air Canada, the fact that that probably wouldn't return to uh, kind of a rock and roll situation anytime soon. And here we are. It's June 29th. We have uh, going on 40% of Ontarians fully vaccinated. Uh, if you look south of the border, where a lot of people like to go, um, it's not 100%, it's never going to be, but enough that everything is pretty well open. And people like my friend are going to visit relatives that uh, they really desperately wanted to see in the state of Florida and not really worrying very much about it. It's a great thing, and it probably is as surprising to you as it is to me that the time that's gone by since we had those first conversations and today has been so relatively short. Yeah, I mean, what you're seeing and what your friend is doing, I see happening, and it's going to go full tilt after July 5th. But what you're not going to see is yet international travel this summer, per se. I think the next time you're going to Italy or France or Germany or doing one of those nice trips is not till summer of 2022. I just the summer's going to come and go with respect to international. But U.S. and interprovincially, of course, is going to be right back in line again. And I think that's going to be all very positive for airlines and the tourist economy in general. I'm guessing you're right about the international travel because some countries that we would want to visit, uh, and, and you could name many, are not at the stage that uh, we can feel as comfortable as we are starting to feel here or as they feel in the States with regard to administration of vaccine and control of the virus. So I understand the 2022. Um, I'm, I'm just wondering if in your business you're seeing that reflected by people making bookings now. 
Yeah, they are very much so. And the still caveat that I have to point out is getting many inquiries with respect to people who are putting down deposits for both Christmas vacations, condo rentals for snowbirds in November, and also next summer vacations. At this point, trip cancellation still says if you are going to cancel because of a pandemic slash COVID-related cause, it's a known cause and we will not cover any claims that are about COVID. So there's still hesitancy for people to book these trips and and put down deposits because that is still in effect at this point. Interesting. Uh, without, you know, s- sort of sliding into the personal, I had planned a, a very special trip for a very special time in our lives where we were going to go to Africa. And of course that uh, was kiboshed because along came the uh, pandemic. The We had booked the airlines, big, big, big money, and they refunded, but only 80%. And we tried to claim the rest on uh, travel insurance and they said no it's COVID. I said I bought the travel insurance before COVID. They said too bad. So I I think that um, it'll be too bad when I go to book the next big trip because I'll find somebody who's going to stand by everything and and I think I'm going to have to wait before I can do that. Yeah, that's surprising to me because if the travel insurance was purchased prior to, I think, March the 11th, which was the date the World Health Organization uh, said that COVID was a worldwide pandemic, they really have to be responsible to pay that amount. So who knows? But all I can tell you is right now, that's still, believe it or not, since last March 2020, not a thing has changed with respect to trip cancellation. That's holding back a lot of my clients from now booking trips, if they ever should have a fifth wave again or a border closes or something like that, you'll be out of luck if you bought trip cancellation for that reason. Indeed. Okay, so the other day uh, they announced that uh, I think it was a celebrity cruise uh, left Port Everglades, which is the port you'd board on typically in Fort Lauderdale. You'd fly down there and get on that ship. Uh, and uh, they were taking, I think it was half full or three-quarters full, so that they could provide the spacing necessary, and they were celebrating the first cruise going out of uh, Florida. And also, by the way, everybody on that ship is vaccinated, so I guess they're probably in pretty good shape. Does that bode well for the cruise industry? Is it going to relaunch to the fullest extent? Because a lot of people who are listening to us in the GTA are big cruise fans, want to go, but uh, remember the the early days of COVID where you know people were stranded and ships were sick. That's not going to happen again. But is the cruise industry ready to spool up and are people ready to book? They are very much so, but... As Canadians right now, we can do nothing. We have a level four travel advisory to avoid all cruise travel. Not level three to avoid non-essential cruise travel. Absolutely zero cruise travel. Insurance companies will not cover you both medically and for a trip cancellation on a cruise ship right now. So our industry, Vancouver to Alaska, anywhere out of Canada is absolutely not going to happen. At least till February, they're going to review it again. So these ones that are leaving out of Fort Lauderdale are no doubt Americans or international visitors, not Canadians, because we cannot travel right now and go on a cruise the way it reads. Well, it sounds to me from what you're saying, like uh, the, the kinds of excursions, let's call them that, that Canadians are going to make for the next little while is they'll fly into the States because that's a relatively safe thing to do. Uh, They'll fly into the States as well because they don't have to deal with these ridiculous hotels on the way back, and they don't even have to spend 14 days in their home. So really, the out-of-pocket cost is you got to get your first COVID test from a lab through a shopper's or something like that before you go because you got to show customs that when you leave, uh, and you've got to get one from U.S. labs or, or through their pharmacies to show customs on your way back. Other than that, I don't think there's any requirement. 
There isn't. But yet, one will argue, if I've had both vaccinations, why do I even need these pre and post? But I do think they're necessary. And then there's one when you land, but that's got nothing to do with you paying out of pocket. These other two tests can run you, you know, $350. So Oh, I do know. Yeah, yeah, you do know. <laughs> yeah. So that's part of the package still. That ultimately will come off. But there's one caution warning I have in general here. Canada, as you say, we're, we're vaccinated. We're heading in the right direction. The hospital count, the ICU count, everything is going down. But that's not like it in the rest of the world. I just was on with a client whose families in South Africa. He says it's a mess. There is just rampant COVID and deaths and hospitals overcrowded in capacity. So we have to be wary that really we live in this little perfect world right now here, but this is not the way it is around the rest of the world. Well, Marty, some manner or means going forward, you and I both know something. It's been discussed, but you know that some kind of vaccine passport is coming, whether it's a simple stamp in your physical passport, whether it's a glue-in page like a visa, whether it is a card that has digital information on it. I don't know what it's going to be, but you know that that's going to be required to get into some ports. It is probably going to be mandatory to step on an airplane and definitely go to a multitude of countries. The question is, if it just stops at travel and it doesn't become a a certificate to get into restaurants, cinemas, and and sports attractions. That's where you're now in the gray line right now. But from a travel perspective, I think you're going to need to show proof of vaccination, and it's going to be in some format that hopefully is not going to be easily duplicated or counterfeit. And that's going to be our next story one day is, are these legitimate double vaccination certificates? Well, if it's no worse than the yellow fever and the dengue that I've gotten to go places I've been before, then I have no problem with that. If suddenly I'm digitized, uh, I'm not so happy. Thank you, Marty. We'll be uh, obviously in touch again as things open up even wider. My pleasure. Thank you for having me.